Hello everyone and welcome back to a new episode of the Architecture Show podcast. My name is Chris and I am going to be your host today. So I hope everybody is having a first few weeks of school. I hope you're not pulling too many all-nighters, you're not too stressed out. And if you are, I promise it'll get better. Uh, (laughs) So today what I want to go over is 10 reasons why I believe... You should go to architecture school. Um, These are 10 reasons that I came up with, and I believe these are reasons why you should want to go. I also believe that, you know, this is the most rewarding major they have to offer. That's just me. But um, with all that said, let's just jump right into it. So number one, uh, to become an architect. Now, obviously, that is an obvious reason to want to study architecture, but most people that do major in architecture, they of course want to become an architect, some don't, they do other things with that degree, and there's many things you can do with that degree, I will speak about that in a later episode, Uh, but in order to become a licensed architect, you need at least three things, so you need an architecture degree from an accredited architecture program, you need internship hours, and then you need to pass the ARES, so... An architecture degree from an accredited program. There's a list online that if you Google like accredited architecture program or architecture degree, and then it'll come up with a list of schools by state. Um, NYIT has two accredited programs. They have the five-year Bachelor of Architecture program, the BARC, and then a two-year uh, Masters of Architecture MARC program. So my school of, uh, my school offers two. And it depends which schools offers which, but again, there's a list online that you could just Google and should come up. Um, And then you need internship hours. So that varies by state. Um, I believe New York State is around 3,700 hours. But again, that varies by which state you're in. I'm not too sure if that's the general, uh, general amount. Um, again, you can find that on the NCARB website, so that's ncarb.com, and it gives you more information on that. I'm not too familiar with that, but I know you need it in certain categories, and then you need a certain amount of hours, so it really depends. And then, of course, you need to pass the AREs, which is the Architect Registration Exam. That's also a few parts, that, and you need to pass all the parts in order to pass the whole exam and that usually takes a while too because it's I heard it's a pretty hard exam but not to scare anybody but it is it it, it gets you the license so that you can also take as soon as you graduate but you have to have an accredited degree so it is a three-part process and you do need all three to be licensed there is a way to go past that but it's something like you have to work for 12 years under a licensed architect, and that'll equal the same amount as like going to college. So there's a way past that, but I, I'm not too familiar with that. And for internship hours, you could start early. That's what I always tell people. Start as early as you can. As long as you work under a licensed architect, it doesn't really matter how you get your hours. But they also have to be within the categories that are required so you know different states of course have different policies and i'm speaking mostly on u.s based 
um, licensing. So that's how it is here. But for the most part, you do need, at the absolute least, uh, these three things. Number two, um, to be creative and use your imagination. So I think of architecture as you never really grew out of like that kid creative fun stage. So I believe when you study architecture, when you do all these projects, I believe the kid in you comes out and you're able to be as creative as possible. Uh, you, you know, you get to use your imagination to do things, whether it's building a model, building a home, building a concept. You're literally starting from scratch. Um, you need to use your own creativity and you have to be able to think outside the box when it comes to architecture school. I also believe that there's no such thing as being too creative when it comes to architecture school. I believe that you're able to be as creative as possible as long as it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, then, you know, your professors or your tutors, they might ask you to just, can you elaborate? You know, like, can you just tell us what you mean or, or show us your concept? But I, I still believe like there's no such thing as being too creative. So I also believe it could be rewarding when you have these creative ideas and then you can input that into your project. And again, you can just, you can never be wrong for being too creative. So moving on, um, to become, I'm sorry, to become, oh, whoops, to become a great problem solver. So one of the things they try to teach you in architecture school, or two of the main things they try to teach you is how to think like an architect, I'm um, sorry, how to think like an architect, but also how to be a good problem solver. So how do you take an issue, whether that's rising sea levels or natural disasters or, you know, housing problems, and how do you make that space that inhabits a way to prepare for an event like a natural disaster or rising sea levels, etc. You also need to figure out, you know, how to make a building that's like up to code or figure out like if you go to up to a client and they want a certain thing, but there's not really a way to do it for whatever reason. Um, how can I fix this? You know, it is all part of the design process and yeah, it helps you once you get into the field too, um, inside and outside of school. So the same process, you know, you use to design a building can be used to solve problems outside of architecture. So something so simple as, you know, whatever problem you have outside of school can use the same methods inside of school and, you know, just, just solve the problem. And it really does help you in the real world. So... Um, becoming a great problem solver is something that you do learn in the course of four or five, however many years you're going to school. So just keep that in mind. Uh, number four, to make something from nothing. So in our field, we, in the most literal sense, create something from nothing. So that goes back to my second point of being creative. You start off from scratch. Literally, you start out with a blank rhino file or a blank um, revit file or 
AutoCAD, you get the point. And you, you basically just start from scratch. You have an you might have an idea in your head, but make a quick sketch out of it. And then you, you put it, you know, in Rhino or you put it in a software and you sort of work with it. But you literally start from a blank canvas. It's the same thing as painting or same thing as drawing or same thing as doing anything, really. You start from nothing. Yes, you know, you get advice from professors and then your classmates and then other people, you know. But at the end of the day, you are creating something from scratch. You're creating something from your own mind and you're trying to be as creative as possible to get to your main point. So, yeah, keep that in mind. It's 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 pretty interesting to create something from nothing. Also think about how physical models are made or really anything, but Think about like a physical model. You have a piece of foam, wood, chipboard, whatever it might be. It's just a flat piece of whatever it is. And then you make it into a beautiful little art piece. Or you make it into a beautiful little house or whatever it might be. You do have piece by piece that you put together. And then boom, you have you have this beautiful model. Even in Rhino and Revit, you know, even in any software, you start out with a few polylines or you know, a few circles or whatever, what have you, you extrude, you loft a little bit, you know, you do some Boolean operations and then it becomes a beautiful something. So it's, 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 it's to me, I, I, I'm a nerd when it comes to this. So to me, this is why I, I love school because you really get to see the creativity of all your classmates. And that's one reason I love school because it's an unreal situation where you and all your classmates, all your friends, you all have the same project, but you all have a different idea that you um, input into the project and it becomes different. Like that to me is insane. You know, you, you all have the same um, project or same deliverables that you're given and then everybody comes up with the completely different concept so it, it's pretty amazing okay number five uh you might be stressed out but you will never be bored um, you'll never be bored so our field is constantly evolving we have to learn about i would say almost everything you know you got to learn about history you got to learn about art you know what learn how a building works how circulation works the way the sun uh hits the windows which way do you want it to go um, weather patterns, building codes, how will this building affect the environment, how will it affect the people around, how will it affect the neighborhood, uh, how much lighting comes in or out, um, you get the point. Uh, you're, you're always learning something, even when it comes to like president studies, you know, you have an idea and you don't know too much about it, you do a little bit of a study and then you figure it out. So you're learning and you're also doing. We will always have work to do, I feel like. I believe people will always need buildings, no matter how much we evolve as an economy. I believe architects have a very important job because we're trying to upkeep an economy, but also make a building that is good for the environment. Even if you do things in like the metaverse, I recently saw something um, on Facebook where they're hiring in the metaverse for Facebook for architects, which is insane. 
So there will always be work. There will always be something to do. You can always create something. Um, there's always room for improvement. But for the most part, there will always be something to do. Both inside and outside of school. And then, of course, there's a bunch of different softwares you can learn. From Rhino, Revit, AutoCAD, Grasshopper, um, Enscape, you know, Lumion, V-Ray. You get the point. There's a bunch of different softwares to learn. So, you know, if you ever do get bored, you can try to teach yourself a software. Uh, moving on, number six, you can make a difference in the world and reshape an entire economy. So to me, that is one of the greatest things you could do as an architect. Sustainable or like green designs are more in demand nowadays. Everybody's trying to just make sure a building is good for the environment, but also good for the people that inhabit the space. You know, we have such an impact on communities as architects and the people who live in them. We design homes, we design schools, hospitals, many, many places we design. And many people need them for living or enjoying themselves or, you know, they need a place to go where they're sick. They need a place to go where, they, where you know, you learn. So either way, if there's something that you want to fix or build for people, it's rewarding to do something to help the people, help the neighborhood, and help the economy. So... You never know. You could be the next Zaha Hadid. You could be the next Frank Lloyd Wright. You could be the next Corb. You know, it really is, I believe, a very rewarding job to be an architect. So number seven, to travel. And when you travel, you look at architecture from around the world from a completely different perspective. So I believe studying architecture will open up a whole new world for you. I, for one, look at buildings in a completely different perspective. So, oh, what kind of material is that? Oh, I wonder what, like, Boolean operation they used for this. And yes, I do ask myself these questions when I see a building or I'm walking through Manhattan and I see anything. And I'm just like, oh, how do they do that? You know, you will look at certain things like you've never had before all throughout school, even when you're out of school. And for me, I like to walk through Manhattan and look at the buildings. And I swear, every time I walk through, I see a new building that I just haven't seen before, or maybe it just didn't catch my eye, or maybe I just didn't look hard enough. But yeah, I swear, I, I see a new building every time I walk through. And I take the same route every single day for school. So it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting, you know? All through school, you, you study about the most famous buildings in the world, especially like architecture history class, you know, you read about them and you study about them, or even for president studies, you talk about them. And this, these are things you should definitely go see in person, and you have the opportunity to. And learning about a building and seeing it in person is an unreal experience. It really is, you know. Because you know so much about a building if you study it or if you read about it, if you're just interested in it, you're looking at pictures. Seeing it in person and in, in, in real time is, is just, for me at least, an unreal experience. It's like being starstruck or, or seeing your favorite celebrity for the first time almost. Traveling also helps you figure out how people live in parts of the world. And it might even help you when coming up with a concept. 
you know, so I recommend travel as much as you can if you have the opportunity to. I know architecture school is a little expensive, but, you know, if you have the opportunity to travel, you absolutely should. That's one reason I love to travel is just to learn how other cultures are and see how they live. Um, It's pretty interesting the way we live here in New York City compared to even the way people live in Puerto Rico. I recently visited Puerto Rico. And then even places like California, Texas, even places like Philippines, um, Singapore, every place is different. It's, It's really... It's interesting to see how people live. So I recommend if you can, if you're still young, or not even if you're still young. I mean, if you're you're a little older, travel as much as you can. Okay, number eight. To learn how to speak about yourself and to defend something you created or something that is your opinion. So architecture school is all about being able to defend yourself and your project. Um, you know, why is my project the best? You know, it's it's all about you telling your story, you telling your concept. And it helps when it comes to the real world because it trains you to defend your project when you're speaking to a client in hopes that you get chosen. So, so the way certain clients are, um, you know, you bid for your project. So bidding for your project just means you're literally in a group of different firms let's say and you have to present to them your project why your project is the best and you know why they should choose your project or why they should choose your firm to go through with the building that they want to be built and something that does help you in the real world you know defending your project and being critiqued sets you up for your for your future for you you know you might think a, a critique is just your professor pretty much just being an ass, you know, and just being rude and you feel like they're criticizing you, but really they're trying to help you. Um, They want what's best for you at the end of the day. It also helps you to speak in front of a group of architects or designers or even your fellow students when it comes to crits, you know. Um, It trains your mind to be comfortable to speak about yourself and speak about your project. At the end of the day, You do need to learn how to public speak at some point in your life because you will use that and speak to people uh, in front of a room. So you do have to train your mind to just be comfortable with the idea of that. You know, it also teaches you how to feel enthusiasm when showing your creation. I've seen students who they go up there, it's bad monotone, they're talking like this, they don't really care. You know, it's, it's different and then... You see the people that are excited, they're smiling, they're happy. This is my project, this is my concept, this is how I did it, this, this, and this. So keep that in mind when it comes to crits, when it comes to defending your project. Just try your best to take crits with a great assault. Um, they're not trying to penalize you, your professors. They just want what's best for you. So keep that in mind. Okay, number nine on this list feel like I'm flying through this list, but whatever. Uh, It is rewarding and fulfilling to be an architect. So I've said this before, but I do believe it is the most rewarding major there is to offer. You know, being able to say, I built that building is the best feeling in the world. Walking past the building, 
even when if you're a grown up, you have kids, whatever, you're walking somewhere and you knew that you built this building. Hey kids, guess what? Dad built this building. It's an unreal feeling. It really is. You know, being put on a project, being part of all phases and watching it get constructed is a feeling like any other. And who knows, you can create the next best building in the world. I remember, I think I talked about the story before, but I had an internship last fall with a company that was based out of Chicago. And luckily, I mean, I was only put on one project for that semester, but they let me be in all phases of the project. And my architect, the architect that I worked under at that time, he before the internship ended was I, I was part of all of the process I did I helped with all the client meetings and the internship ended in December but in February he sent me a picture or a few pictures and he was like hey just wanted to show you that the building we worked on is being constructed and I got to see pictures of my building that I worked on being constructed and it was just it really is an un. It, it's a surreal feeling. I mean, it feels it feels great. It really does. It it feels rewarding. Especially imagine if you were the architect that goes through all the phases. You do all the drawings, and you can finally say, "I did this." And some projects take longer than others, of course. Some take a few years. Some take a few months, depending on what it is. But at the end of the day, you get to see a building that you made from scratch. So you, you'll, you'll be able to see the building and you enjoy the fruits of your labor, so to speak. And you will suddenly forget about the struggle or maybe the all-nighters that you pulled. And you can walk inside the building you built and at least pass by. And you can see how many people are happy. You know, how many happy people are there to live or even work in a space that you created. It's, it's really, it's interesting. It really is. So... The final reason why you should go to architecture school is it's fun. Um, as stressful as it might be, it is a fun major. You meet some amazing people that I believe will be your friends for life. I believe I have met my group of friends for life. You know, you go through the struggle together. All of you. You really do because you're all put on the same project, you know. So you all go through, through the struggle together um, you can be creative as possible without repercussion and you know you can tell them ideas even if it's bad ones that they might say oh this is not that bad of an idea you know why don't you use this or tweak it a little bit and do it this way you're doing something that you love also it really it all it, it really is something I mean I think it's something that you love right I believe architecture is a field that you don't just get into because you can't decide on a major. Architecture is a field that you do because it's something that you love. It's something that you're passionate about. You don't just like you don't just like throw a dart and uh, on a list of majors and you're like I'm gonna do architecture. You know, I believe everybody has a story when it comes to architecture. I'm sorry, I live right down the block from a hospital, so I believe that. Um, it's something that you love, pretty much. That That's the point of that. Um, it's also a collaborative environment. You know, you work amongst your peers. You work in a group together. You're all doing your projects together. You're all working beside each other. You're all asking each other questions. 
you get the point. It's it's collaborative. So you ask questions. Hey, how does this look? Pretty much. And it's all project-based. We don't really have tests when it comes to school. So at least in studio and anything that is related to the architecture uh, classes, you don't really have tests. So it, it, it's fun. I think it's fun. You know, and then you also you like you learn different ideas from different people. I've definitely picked up some ideas from friends of mine, and I believe I've given ideas to other people. So I, something I learned about myself is I love to learn, and I love my field. So learning from different people, learning from people smarter than me, um, it, it really is an unreal, uh, fun environment. And another thing is you you meet a bunch of people from different places so a bunch of different people from a bunch of different places you know everybody's curriculum in every school in the world is completely different you can also travel this goes back to my past reasoning but you could travel to different places learn about cultures learn about people learn about why people are the way they are or why a culture is the way it is or why a building is built the way it's built you get the point um also all-nighters are not fun but you do get to stay up at night I've definitely had my fair share of not sleeping throughout the night, watching the sun go down and watching the sun come up. While that's not healthy, um, you do get to stay up all night. And that part of it is fun, you know, when you're a child and you're like, you know, oh, I want to stay up at night, mom. Why why can't you let me stay up? And something like that to me. You know, you, you do get to stay up. You do get to see the sunrise. If you're pulling an all-nighter, please don't do that. That's not healthy. But... Uh, you do get to stay up, so it is interesting. I think I'm going to end it there, but those are the 10 reasons why I believe you should go to architecture school. I believe, I said this already, I believe it is the most rewarding major that you can do. I believe it is the most fun major. I believe you can be creative as possible when it comes to this field. You know, of course, architecture isn't for everybody. But if it is for you, you really just got to stick with it. It is very stressful. It is very annoying at times. It's time-consuming. It keeps you busy. But if you just stick with it, it is the most rewarding major that they have to offer, I believe. So if you like what you hear or if there is a topic you want to hear me talk about, if you want to be a guest, I actually have my first guest coming on for my next episode, so stay tuned for that. But if you want to be a guest, or if there's a professor or designer you would like for me to interview, please follow me on Instagram and DM me. My Instagram is shagan.arc, that's S-H-A-G-A-N dot A-R-C-H. And please don't forget to tune in every Monday for a new episode. If you listened all the way through, thank you and have a great day.